Hey guys, welcome to The Outspoken Word. I'm your orator, Kini, and today we're going to be talking about no half-hearted following in Christ Jesus. So let's go ahead and dive into the Word of God and see what the Holy Spirit has for us. Our scripture today comes from Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, lean not on your own understanding, but in all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So this scripture is telling us in a nutshell that we ought to trust in the Lord no matter what, by any means necessary, no half-hearted following and no half-hearted trusting. So let me share a story. I went with a few preteens and teenagers to include my own son to the skating rink. Now I'm almost 50, so I'm convinced that us seasoned folks shouldn't skate. <laughs> but I had a blast and I didn't fall, so praise God for that. What I noticed was that the children, they were fearless and brave. They put those skates on and wasted no time racing to that glossy floor. I was a bit more cautious and apprehensive. Hesitantly, I put on my skates, and as long as I was on the carpet, I was fairly comfortable. Going to the floor was something different. Little by little, I approached the floor, putting one foot on the floor, checking how slippery it was, while the other foot stayed planted on that carpet. Until I felt comfortable, I wasn't going to skate. Isn't that how most of us approach the things of God? We allow God to do only half the work, the part that we are comfortable giving him. We have to give God everything. We, he wants it all. You know, he doesn't want any half giving. He wants us to give him everything. Even in those marginal areas that we try to keep from him, he wants that too. This half-heartedness reminds me of King Amaziah of Judah. 2 Corinthians 25, 2 says, he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, but not wholeheartedly. See, grudging compliance is not true obedience. See, many of us do that. Like we do what is good, but is not wholehearted doing. We do it because we feel obligated, not because we love to serve the Lord or to serve other people because the Lord says so. See, King Amaziah was more concerned with the hundreds of talents that he paid for his troops instead of being concerned with what the will of God was. You see, we must trust in the Lord wholeheartedly for everything that we do. The man of God responded to King Amaziah directly, saying that the Lord will give you more than this. He will give you more. So our sacrifices will allow God to bless us even more. And he still turned around and worshiped the gods of Edom. My, 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 the things that we do because we don't trust God fully. For all that is given up, we serve a God that will give us more than what we lost. We must trust God wholeheartedly so that we can reap full benefits of doing so. What does trusting God wholeheartedly look like? Let's talk about that. Number one, confidence. Having confidence in God, no matter what it looks like, no matter what you think, no matter what you're going through, have full confidence and believe wholeheartedly in him. Second Chronicles 16, 9 says this, for the eyes of the Lord move 
to and fro throughout the earth so that he may support those who whose heart is completely his. See, completely his. Our hearts have got to be completely God's. So that confidence is needed. Number two, completeness. There is completeness in Christ, full completeness in Christ. Now, I know that movie Jerry Maguire has moved everyone's heart with the famous line from Tom Cruise saying, you complete me. But that's the that's a movie and it's not real. Only total completeness is found in Christ Jesus, following him without looking back and no regrets. Luke 9, 61 and 62 says this. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord. But first, let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Jesus replied, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. You see, once we decide, fully decide wholeheartedly to follow Christ, we have got to not look back. Just keep moving forward. Jesus wants total dedication, not half-hearted commitment. We can't say, okay, Lord, I trust you here, but I won't trust you there. We have to accept the cross with the crown, the mountains with the valleys. Colossians 2.10 says, and ye are complete in him which is the head of principality and power. Christ alone holds true meaning of life. He is life. He is the way, the truth, and the life. So that completeness is important. And number three, consistency. There is full consistency in Christ. We have become far too inconsistent in our Christian lives. Some say it is intermittent, like off and on Christians. So you do when it, you live for God when it's convenient, like Peter, you know, before the rooster crows, we live for Christ today, but not tomorrow. We have to be consistent with Christ. Psalm 16, 8 tells us, I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. And David here was speaking of this consistent sense of security and serving Christ. So let's be fully committed and wholeheartedly on board with serving God, with confidence, with completeness, and with consistency. So Eddie Arnold from Sermon Central, he said it best like this. Following Christ isn't something that can be done half-heartedly or on the side. It is not a label we display when it's useful. It must be central to everything we do and everything that we are. So we have to just serve God fully and not when it's convenient and not because we know he's going to bless us. We have to do it wholeheartedly so that we can get the full benefits of serving God. So let's just serve God wholeheartedly, you guys. All right. You guys stay blessed and we'll be back next time to talk about what the Lord has for us. Amen.